and welcome to Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast where you talk about video games with us, whoop, whoop, and we whoop. don't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that sound like fun? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, you could email us. You could, yeah, you could email, email us. email us or tweet us. We do appreciate the emails we get. It's <laughs> definitely our favorite social media platform. It's definitely a lot better than like the PayPal that we message we keep getting over and over again that says we have five dollars in our PayPal. <laughs> the only I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> the only email we like more than yours is the one we get from Twitch telling us we have money. Oh, except yeah. that comes to my email, my personal email. Oh shoot! So oh, you I guys are my favorite part of the emails. Mm. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Um, yeah, welcome. My name is Lindsay. I'm Marley. And I'm Steph. And we are Cutscenes and Cupcakes, as I aforementioned. Aforementioned. Today we're talking about a special game. Special. What makes All it games special? are special. <laughs> we're going to have Marley tell us that in a minute, but first we're going to hear from you, Steffers. Wait, do we all have not a sponsors? Yes. Yeah. I'll make one up. <laughs> there we go. All right, so this is coming straight from Wikipedia. Um, who is our sponsor? That's not true. I just wanted them to sue us. No, we need their information. It's <laughs> <laughs> our main source. They're going to blog us specifically <laughs> from Wikipedia now. Free information for everyone except Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast. <laughs> so sad. We're going to get like blacklisted on their on like the cutscenes and cupcakes page is just going to be like whores <laughs> or just us. a big emoji of a frowny face. <laughs> I don't know what's sad having a Wikipedia page that calls us whores or not even having a Wikipedia page because we don't have one. Do we? No, we could make our own. I just want to look and make sure that we, no one's we, done that for us yet. We don't. That would be amazing. How often do you check this Marley? Have you ever checked it Marley? No. They have a cuttlefish one. Okay, let's move on. All right, Steph, read the information that I, I took away from you. Read the information. I have it in front of me. Well, I don't have it in front of me, Marley. All right, I'm sorry. We don't have a Wikipedia. Okay. Okay. After all that, we're not cool enough to have our own Wikipedia. Hint, hint. Start one for us. I mean, I think I'm cool. We don't have a Wikipedia. I said me, not cutscenes. You anyway, don't have a Wikipedia. What's the game today? <laughs> we love each other. Um, Inscription. Sometimes. Inscription is a roguelike deck building game developed by Daniel Mullins Games and published by Developer Devolver Digital. The game is set in a cabin where the player tries to escape by beating a demonic force in the card in a card game. Inscription was released for Microsoft Windows in October nineteenth, twenty twenty one. So it's a pretty recent game. Mm-hmm. The game received generally positive reviews and was nominated for Game of the Year uh, by Game Developer Choice Awards, the Dice Awards, and the BAFTA Game Awards. I don't cool. think it won any of those. I actually learned a lot from that paragraph. I've seen Marley play this game a lot on our Twitch, which you guys should totally subscribe to. Twitch. And, Twice a week, um, baby. Yeah, yeah. And um, it, I just didn't know it was a roguelike. I, like, so, and that means it's gets progressively easier but the first round is super hard and then it gets progressively easier as you level up and get better cards and stuff yes okay but the bosses get harder okay yeah Yeah. okay yeah um yeah cool i was trying to look up what other games devolver 
makes. Um, Devolver. <laughs> Red Dead Devolver. <laughs> I think they do. They do they help with Borderlands? Um, their breakout title was Hotline Miami. Um, that's about all I can find, man. I swear they've helped with, like, a bunch of other games. They're, like, associated with a bunch of other game groups. Yeah. Serious Sam games. Well, and Sony... I think Sony owns part of them, too. Like, so they're... I think a lot of them, they... They really like their Serious Sam games, but I have no idea what those are. It's an indie series. Enter the Gungeon. That's one that they did. Oh, okay. I have heard of that one. Um, I feel like they've done, like, they've helped with, like, a lot of different ones. They're around. <laughs> like, I swear I've seen their logo on some other stuff. Anyways, yeah, they've done, they've done quite a bit. There's a lot of indie games on here. Serious and Sam? Serious Sam oh, 2? Oh, that's where I've seen Devolver Digital. Fall Guys. Ayo! Yeah. Yeah, they, I think they helped with that. They've got little hands and everything. Yeah. Okay, that's where I've seen it. I'm like, I know I saw it somewhere. Yeah, Devolver sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Familiar. Okay. Well, Inscription is definitely an indie game. Yes. Um, But that doesn't mean it's not good. Yeah, when you first start <laughs> seeing the graphics, you're like, okay. Yeah, this game. Low budget. I, <laughs> Am I right? I, just, I feel I like I. I think so. It's definitely, it's not, um, it, it's not as flashy as some of these newer games, I guess is what I was saying. Okay. But it's very, yeah. it's, I it's love stylized. the style of it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Very stylized. And like this game, I'm going to do my very best to describe what this game is and what it's about. But until you actually like watch someone play it or you play it yourself, you are not going to know. Right. <laughs> so I definitely like this, this game's, especially since it's, it's an indie, it's not very expensive. So if you are at all interested, go and play it. It's only it's, on PC right now. Yeah. It's yeah. But it's, it's like 13 so, bucks on yeah. steam. It's not bad at yeah, all. Yeah, It's really just really, really good. And worth game. that small investment. And it's just not anything like you've ever played before. Accurate. Um, is it a uh, deck building game? It is a deck building you game. You weren't even there. That's so a little joke. I like, <laughs> I like this website. Um, I found this on epicgames.com. They actually, uh, I like the way that they described this game. They say it's an inky black card-based odyssey that blends the deck building roguelike escape room style puzzles and psychological horror into a blood-laced smoothie. Wow, is up? Delicious. I know, right? Yeah, I do know. Um, I haven't finished it, but when I started playing, my husband described it to me as like a deck-building game inside of an escape room. Yes, and the the first okay, so the game is is divided up into three acts, but you don't really know that going into it. Surprise. Oh, yeah. Should I say that there's going to be spoilers? I'm not really going to go too much into the plot because there's way too much to go into. Um, but <sighs> I'm still going to give a spoiler hand? warning. Marley's doing like the first part of the chef's kiss, but in the air. And she will not like release the kiss. She's just holding it very. It's tightly. more like like a bird beak, like pecking. Yeah, like that that is also the situation <laughs> like we're email. looking at. And she tries to find the right words. It's I, like I said, this game is gonna be so hard to describe. So hard. 
to describe. Yes. Pe- just picture so, my little um, pecky fingers let's see. punctuating <laughs> every word okay. of each sentence. That's what Marley's doing right now. I'm not. I Marley, calm down with your hands. I did. Marley. Now she's doing it with both hands. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How am I still holding the mic? Her face is becoming into a bird. <laughs> <laughs> the crows have eyes. <laughs> That's a Shit's Creek reference, everyone. Okay. I might edit that out. Please I do. do not think you should. Please do. Okay, so the game itself is broken into three acts, as I aforementioned. <laughs> Are you Where fun of me? The nature, <laughs> the nature of the deck building game changes, but the fundament, the fundamental rules of how the card game is played remains the same. So that at least like once you get through the first part, you kind of have like a oh okay I know what I'm doing here, um, and that definitely helps. But you have to get past that first act, and it's it's not easy. That this game you definitely have a lot of trial and error, mm-hmm. and you learn as you go. And also, so I, I did watch quite a bit of the first act. I watched my husband play it. And so I knew already like a few things and different um, like cards to try and find. Um, because the cards have like some different abilities. They have, you know, just depending on how you want to play and also what you can find. And it's different every time. Like this Because it's game, a deck building game. Yes, exactly. And like that's the thing is like this game... My gameplay was completely different than my husband's gameplay. Mm-hmm. And if you guys ever play it, it's going to be completely different. And and also, there's lots of different secrets and um, things that, to discover. And you can customize some of the cards. Yes, you can customize them, like when you die. Yes. <laughs> Marley. The, the, the protagonist, his name is Leshy. He's the one that's keeping you in that cabin. He has this weird, like, photography Wait, like, fetish or something. Wait, is he a protagonist or an antagonist? What did I say? Protagonist. protagonist. Oh, my gosh. He's an antagonist. You are the protagonist. Exactly. He's the bad guy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but he has, like, this weird, like, photography-like fetish or something. Not, or not, I'm not, I'm not kink-shaming, but he likes to take pictures of people when they die. Yeah, so like... So when you die in the game, Several notable... Fetish implies sexual... I, I, like I said, I'm not going to judge <laughs> I what Leshy does. I'm going to judge if they're going to take pictures of a dead body and they're not a forensic expert. Well, I don't expert. know. I'm dead, and so I don't know. Okay. Several serial killers did that exact thing. Yeah, actually. and it's creepy. Murder. AF, and they should be judged. What's the one with um Holes and Jensen and Holes? Murder? Murder, murder squad. squad. The Murder Squad does like a two or three part series on photography killers. Ooh, it's so good. I need to listen to that. I think that's actually what like got me into listening to the uh, Murder Squad. Murder Squad. Because I hadn't listened not to a them. Sponsor. That, oh my god. I gosh. think I think they've been one of our not a sponsor. Please come on our podcast. Oh man, I would be intimidated. Like, I would be. They would be so, so smart, and I'd be like <laughs> aforementioned. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, they oh could come goodness. on our episode when we talk about the new H.H. Holmes game that's supposed to come out later this year. Hex, yes. So anyways, <laughs> the card game, just so you can kind of picture it in your mind, it's it's played on a three by four grid. In your mind's eye. And so the player, you, you play your cards on the bottom row and the opponent plays them ahead on the top row. But the cool thing is, is you can see your opponents like the cards that are going to be played next so it kind of gives you a little bit of like that advantage so you can kind of um you can strategize and know what to play 
and you you know each of the cards have like a different damage and a health rating you know just depending on how you played them and you're just you're trying to um damage you're you're trying to damage the um the the um the opposer lushy the, the opponent. opponent thank you gosh guys i'm having a hard time with words today you're doing good and it's tracked on like a weight scale and so like there's like this like your goal is to like tip the scale so that way you know like who's winning and who's um not winning in that given moment <laughs> um one of the most horrifying things is if you are losing you have like this like save yourself sort of like oh yeah off to the side there's objects that will help you yeah you have like your save yourself object and you don't really know what it is at first so you like are like crap i'm going to lose what do i do you use the save yourself which one are you thinking of you cut out your fucking eye and you put it on the scale yeah it's a knife you cut out your eye which is heavy eyes are heavy they're full of aqueous humor did we mention this was a psychological horror (laughs) game i know it's called aqueous humor because in high school we were dissecting a cow's eye and i had a scalpel and the eye in my hand and i was squeezing is that that weird jelly yes ew oh i was squeezing the eye too hard when i like scalpeled it and it squirted in my face. Oh my god! <laughs> it was horrible, and I screamed in the middle of class. I don't like any of this. Yep. And then um, Alex Beck was like, "Are you okay?" And then he later he's like, "You remember when you got that aqueous humor on you?" And I'm like, "Thanks, Alex Beck. Your hair looks like Peter Pan." <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. that was a tangent. <laughs> Yes, there are different <laughs> items that you find um, throughout the game that can help you in those moments. And the cool thing about the eye, um, it's actually, yes, it is scary because, yes, you're cutting out your eye and you're using your eyeball to help tip the scale so you can, like, win that round. But also, it's to your advantage later on because at the end of that round, Leshy will be like, here i have some spare eyeballs <laughs> you can like put one in your eye if you want and there's like this like bionic one that you obviously want to pick because yeah. it like shows you secrets later anyway you, like, i'm getting ahead of myself as you put it into your socket so the eye like if i wanted to tip a scale i just cut my like finger off oh you can um there's a oh you can also find pliers and you can pull a tooth out Ooh. and that also helps yep anyways <laughs> Whoa. There's so many fun things about this game, you guys. So after That's you've what played, thinks of as fun. <laughs> after you've played like around, there is a there is a moment where because you're you're actually like stuck at the table. Like Leshy will not let you leave the card table, and then he does eventually let you, and you get to like explore the cabin. So there's also that mystery element where you're trying to find secrets and find things that help you. So there's like these secret compartments and you have to like do a little puzzle and then inside is like a specialty card or something. And so you kind of have to, you have to explore. You have to like try some different things so that you can, um, like I said, find specialty cards. So you have those to your advantage. Um, yeah, so you, you definitely, you definitely have to just keep going with this game and if you die, the crappy part is you do have to start over. But that does give you an opportunity to maybe uncover some cards that you never found before. There are still cards in this game that I have never even seen before. But I've watched some YouTubers play this game and like seen them find the cards and then use their special powers and stuff. And I'm like, how did I never find that? It's just it's crazy how, um, how many mysteries and secrets there are in this game. 
Okay, okay. so good on to the second Should I go on to the second act? Okay, I was actually okay. just going there, so Sweet. we're good. Okay, so you reach the second act, and it Marley's is... Marley's using her hand to grasp her heart. It's entirely different. You're now in, like, a pixel art-stylized top-down role-playing game. Similar to Pokemon, they say, but it's basically it's like a side scroller. And now you have um, like these four bosses. Side scroller and Pokemon are not the same thing. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so now you have like these four bosses in four different areas that you now have to beat. And so you you have to go through Gryffindor, each... Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, and Slytherin. Yeah. No. But then they, but they each have their own types of cards. And so that's kind of fun. You can build your card deck um, depending on who you're playing and also your playing style. So it's kind of fun. There's some customization in that moment too. Um, what was I going to say? I'm not going to go into the plot too much just because it's, it's so crazy. There's so much. But I do want to point out that there's this really weird thing going on in the background of the game. And it's you. You are Luke Carter. <laughs> That's what his name is. Carter. Oh, I get it. I get it. He actually, like, he, because the kind of how this all started was that he was opening, like, booster packs of, like, collectible cards. And you find this because, like, after the first act, you find, like, some, like, footage files. And you start, like, watching these, like, he random, does have like, creepy videos. photo fetish. No, that's not you. You're a different person. And, and all of a sudden, you're seeing a real life human, not a cartoon, a human in like these like video files, like vlogging essentially. And you're like, what am I? What, what is, what is happening yeah. here? But, anyways, he kind of starts to, um, through the videos, you find out that he finds a hollow Charizard. He finds the one and only floppy disk copy of the game inscription. Floppy disk. Yes. That's that awesome. takes me back. Well, and it's funny because, like, the logo of Inscription is a floppy disk. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> but anyway, so he finds, he starts playing it, and he... For youths who don't know what a floppy disk was, um, it was, oh like, a little square rectangular cartridge that you stuck in a little flap in your computer. And it had, like, like eight meg. Yeah, it had, like, no memory on it, but it was huge. Yes. So, uh, yeah, it's what was Very memory before it was memory. It's what we had Very before the cloud, school. okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he just kind of starts playing this this game where you're a, you're, you're a player traveling through the woods and you're encountering, like, these NPCs and bosses. And it's, um, and like, Leshy, as I mentioned, he's the antagonist. <laughs> he's really kind of crazy because what he does is he wears different masks and now he's, like, somebody else. And so he's, like, trying to, like you know trick you but you're like kate lishy i know that was i know that was you and so it's just kind of like that creepy element too kind of like bruno when he puts the bucket on oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) yes i do the speckle okay i don't know if i really want to give anything away of what happens in the third act because it's it's bonkers but basically in the sec back in the second act one of the bosses you have to beat is a robot named po3 I know it's really weird, mm-hmm. but then in Act Three, it's like three PO. Oh, but no, this is yeah. PO three. Yeah, I know, but you looked confused when you said it, so I thought I would explain why his name is probably PO three. But it's okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's, is that from Star Trek? 
you're not funny. So so now he is so it, you kind of go back to the original um gameplay with like the roguelike deck builder. So now you're not in that pixel world anymore. Now you're like more in that kind of that same same as like leshies, but now you're in like a robot factory instead of a cabin. And so now you kind of have like So a now totally it's Detroit become human? No. Oh, okay, keep going then. No. <laughs> keep going um, until it is. No, it's not. <laughs> Um, where again, like you have an opportunity to explore the rooms and like find secret cards and different things by completing puzzles. And it's, let's see, where do I want to go with this? She was a robot the whole time. She was a robot the whole time. The difference with this one though, is that if you die, you don't start over, but instead you like go back to a checkpoint, which is kind oh, of nice. nice. Mm-hmm. But then you, then you, once you beat the boss, then there's like some kind of sort of cutscenes in the end, um, that kind of complete the whole story. And it's actually really cool. Everything like really comes together nicely. It all makes sense. And I know I'm not making sense to you guys. You guys yeah. kind of look at me like, Blankly. what? <laughs> but, like, again, you have to just play this game or watch some gameplay. Um, I actually recommend Markiplier. He was really funny to watch this game. He's <laughs> <laughs> he was really he was a really good one. Yeah, um, I was going to stream this game, and then uh, Marley swooped in because her streaming days before me and did it. That's not... Totally accurate. (laughs) I just hadn't totally inaccurate. I just hadn't totally communicated to Steph that I was thinking about playing Inscription, and then one day she was like, "I'm gonna play Inscription." I was like, "Wait, I'm sorry, I should have told you, but this was my plan already." (laughs) Anyways, so she was nice and let me stream it. I do want to play Inscription. Finish my gameplay of Inscription. You should. It is. It is really good. It's. I know I keep saying that, but it is like you just you just have to watch to know what the crap I'm talking about. And I actually think that it's uh, I, I don't impress it. I think that it's cool that you played it because it really isn't your style of game play to play. It's not. This is absolutely not my typical game at all. And you went out of your comfort zone and became a beautiful butterfly. And you liked it. I did like it. It's it's fun because. The thing I okay, the thing I like about this game is that yes, there's some really good strategy involved and so you um so you get to, you know, exercise your brain. <laughs> it's fun. But you Marley, also we don't care about your exercise routines. I like it. Hey, it's good to exercise your brain, Stephanie. That's all part of exercising. But also you get like this like these like i said like these horror elements to the game but it's not scary like you you don't think like oh my gosh there's jump scares or there's some creepy things that are just gonna come out and try to kill me like it's not a horror game i would not describe this game as a horror game in it's that just creepy. In, in that way but it has like those like underlying tones that like it's definitely like creepy enough that it like it keeps you interested and it keeps mm-hmm. you like okay this is this is unique this is um, i will continue playing this game i like the air of mystery <laughs> the air of mystery she says while swigging a wine glass dr pepper only if it's the stainless steel wine glasses that they have in Love is Blind. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So what would you rate this game? I I would totally rate this game five out of five cupcakes. Wow. wow. Yes. I liked it that much. I'm and really I, surprised. And I really, like, I want to recommend it to everybody because it, it is, like, that good of a game. And it's, 
it's not a short game, but it's not like super, super long. Like it's not like, it's not, it's no Witcher three <laughs> or Red Dead two or something, but like, but it, it, it'll take you some significant hours to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you die a lot in the beginning and you have to keep starting over, but it's, it's definitely one that, um, it's, it's different, you know, just if you want something new, if you want something fresh and just change it up. And again, it's not a very expensive game. Then try it out. Heck yeah. Yeah, I really want to finish it. I think I'm going to dive into it. I was actually just looking up um, its availability. Um, Like what platforms it's on. I think it's just PC. I think it's PC only. Yeah, Microsoft Windows. But it's on Steam, so really accessible. Yeah, yeah. It seems very accessible. I imagine... um, It'll come out. To, I wouldn't be surprised if it came out to Switch in like five years or something. But oh yeah, I'll try and play it before. Yeah, then. don't wait for yeah. that. So yeah, beautiful. That's that's all. That's all. I'm excited wrote. to finish it. I'm excited for you to finish it. See what you think, because it it gets like I said, the plot gets really the just plot like thickens. It does. It really does. <laughs> And like I said, it all comes together in the end. So it's really, it's really cool. Like there's definitely reoccurring characters and familiar faces <laughs> and fun things. And there's also these really cool game elements at the end that you see and that you're like, dang it, I wanted to see this throughout the rest of the game, but it's just a little tease. Anyways. We hope that you guys enjoy our little, we call them book report episodes. Yeah. We yeah. wish that we had time to play every single game that ever comes out and that people would pay us to play all the games and we didn't have to work and we didn't have to pay rent and we didn't have to feed our children and our husbands and wives. Cats, we definitely haven't cats. thought about this every night. Um, <laughs> but there's just times that we cannot. So while we do try to all be on the same page of playing games, there are times that we can't. So we like to improvise. Also, we different have interests. different interests. Oddly enough, we're not the same humans. Hmm. Wait. We're not. We're oh. three different people? We're three P-O. We're three people other than each other. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> no, no. Before, I'm cutting that out. <laughs> Before we sign out, though, we did want to do um, some not a sponsors. Heck yeah. You go first, I'll Jeff. start us off. I just read a book. I read it in about four days. Are you okay? I'm trying to think of what my non-sponsor is <laughs> going to be. I had one and then I forgot it. Um, it's called The Alice Network. Um, and it was very good. It was set... Um, it's like a dual setting book where one is um, a couple years after World War II. And this girl, this young woman is trying to find her cousin who just disappeared after the war. And she just didn't feel like she was dead or got the answer she needed to about what happened to her. And so she goes to England to find a woman to help her find her cousin. And she finds um, Eve, who was a spy in World War I. Ooh. And so it does both those settings where they have them looking for the cousin and then Eve and what she did in World War I to help the cause. Um, and it was it was very good. It was one of those ones that I was like wanting to keep reading. When I had free time, I kept listening to it. Um, so yeah, I definitely suggest it. It's by Kate Quinn, The Alice Network. Uh, the Audible book was fantastic. The narrator was great. Definitely recommend it. It does sound interesting. I you guys always put me to shame. I need to read more or oh, like audio book. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to read as much if I didn't audio book. Yeah. Um. 
I can't like I really like historical fiction, but World War II stories get really heavy really fast, so I can't listen to too many. <laughs> That's fair. Does this one get really, really heavy really fast? No. Um, there are definitely some heavy parts. It did make me tear up a couple times. And there's some romantic parts, which were fun. Um, so, yeah. And then there's one character who's Scottish, and I love Scottish accents. Ooh. Oh, I'm going to steal it off your audible. Yes. He always calls the, the main character Lass. Mm. Hello, Lass. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that. Exactly Hello, puppet. I think I just offended everyone in Scotland and everyone with Scottish descent. <laughs> and British, maybe, too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I like it. I'll go next. Yeah, go next. <laughs> Please. So, I didn't want to do another TV show. Mm-hmm. But this is going to be in reference to a TV show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because it's my favorite character from a TV show, or one of my favorite characters from a TV show, and I did just finish watching this series for, like, the third time. And that is, my not a sponsor is Matt Murdock, a.k.a. Oh. Air, AKA Daredevil. <laughs> As played by Charlie Cox. Oh, yes. Mm. Um, so, <laughs> after... Do you okay. need to go cool off for a second, you two? No, I think no, I'm good. I think we should just keep, keep so, it revving okay, up. this all started, and I feel like this is not a spoiler, because th- by the time this episode comes out, it's been like three or four months since Spider-Man No Way Home, the movie, came out. So Daredevil makes an appearance, a very surprise appearance, and it's amazing, and i like pretty sure I stopped breathing in the theater because I was so excited. Did you see that article that he went and no yes. one cheered? In his theater, like, no so one no sad. one, like, reacted. I would, but, like, I everybody, just give him a hug. Everybody in the world was like, Charlie Cox, no, in my theater, this happened. Like, yeah, everyone was stood cheering. Up and yelled. That's so like, yeah. yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. It is kind totally of a different niche reactions. thing, but it's also one of those niche things where you're like, holy shit! Yeah. Like, it's a great thing. Yes. But anyway, so he makes a cameo appearance, which, because we all thought, we all thought that, that the Marvel Netflix shows were dead. We thought that, I mean, because they all had finished, they weren't making them anymore because Disney Plus came out, blah, 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 stories, things. And then, then Charlie Cox shows up and you're just like, yes. Okay. Anyways, so once we saw that, I was like freaking out. Because I've seen the series now, like, a couple times. When I say series, I mean seasons one, two, and three, because that's all that there is Mm -hmm. so far. And my husband Jason's like, you know, I only watched the first couple episodes of the first season. I need to go back and watch those. And I'm like, let's watch them together. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Two days later. (laughs) No, no, like, no kidding, though. Like, on our, so we, uh, like, a couple weeks later, we went on our honeymoon to Mexico. And like on the plane, Bow, we, watched, wow, wow. We, we had downloaded episodes of Daredevil <laughs> and watched them on the plane down there. And like, even like when we just had some downtime at the resort, um, don't look at me like that stuff. <laughs> and um, we would just watch Daredevil in our room. Like it was so much fun. Anyway, so we just kind of binged it. And then not too long ago, we just finished season three. We had to like quickly binge it because it left Netflix. We found out that it was leaving and I'm like, what the? <clears throat> But it's okay because it's making its home on Disney Plus like we all thought it was going to. Eventually. No, it will. It got confirmed. Okay. Did the date get confirmed? Mm -hmm. March 16th. Okay. Oh, nice. But at the same time, it was fun to just kind of binge it and and finish it and enjoy and and really enjoy that series. And um, yeah, Daredevil, out of all of those Marvel Netflix shows... Daredevil is definitely the best, like hands down. Like, yeah, there's there's other ones that are good um, and other people, you know, we've all got opinions and everything, but if you're going to watch any of them, 
watch Daredevil. Because Matt Murdock is just, he's so precious. He just just needs some love. He needs some friends. And I'm just beyond excited that we're not done. Yeah. With with our with our Matt Murdock in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like I think it's really exciting that they are bringing not only the character Daredevil but Charlie Cox's um, version of Daredevil. I couldn't agree more. Um, I just have two little things to say. I think their version of Kingpin is also Ooh, yes. unbelievably talented. Oh and my gosh, the Vincent Donofrio, like. Oof. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is too good. And then also when I rewatched Daredevil for the second time, I was playing The Sims the entire time and I made a Sim of Charlie Cox. <laughs> I love that. And that's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Did you guys woohoo? No, we married though. Well, Aww. we did woohoo, I guess. But he had like I'm a glad secret. You waited till marriage. He had a secret like training thing underneath the swimming pool. Like he had like a training room like a basement where you would love like this. go and like box and stuff all day oh it my was, gosh yeah it was nerdy but it was cool <laughs> stephanie's giving you this look like why am i friends with you <laughs> I am not. but oh, this is why we're friends with her <laughs> yeah you like my sim stories I do like <laughs> there was a point in my life where like i just didn't have much going for me except the sims and so i would just come tell stephanie like about my sim adoptions and like sim touching sim stories in fact my contact photo on your phone is a picture of you and me as sims it's true stephanie made a sim of herself I look and then her sim invited herself over to my house this was when i was living with charlie cox and then she ordered pizza <laughs> and so we sat down and ate it and i was like i took a picture because i was like that's the most stephanie thing it's ever. very on brand for me <laughs> yeah i love that so Thank anyway <laughs> my not a sponsor is kiss nails um what so you guys don't know this but i have a secret do you remember how i had my nails done really nice like two days two weeks ago this isn't an mlm is it no no you can just buy them at the drugstore but like so nail stick on technology has come a very far way and they are amazing like they stick on for like two weeks if you press really hard they say the harder you press them on the longer they'll stay on that makes sense but you know maybe you just get like a tiny like 20 cent thing of nail glue from amazon just so you can you know make any repairs if needed and i like had nice nails for the first time in my life for like a consistent month i don't right now um, because I'm letting them recover a little bit and I wanted to bite them. But yeah, it, they're amazing. So if you guys need like a nice nail set for, you know, an occasion or a wedding or, you know, a date, whatever it is, then go. Well, Marley doesn't because she does her nails regularly. But anyway, if you need nice nails, like go get some press ons well, and work it out. After last year, I don't plan on going to weddings ever again. Me either. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> So if you guys are getting married, don't invite us. We're not going to come. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Lovely. Well, until next time, my friends, we appreciate you guys. And we appreciate you listening. And for listening to me ramble about inscription. We appreciate your appreciation for us. 
Yeah. I hope it made sense. It did. It did. It did. And I was actually really enraptured <laughs> the whole time, like, it's so of listening hard to, to how this game. We would love to hear your guys' thoughts on the inscription because it is one of those that you're like, oh, okay. And then yeah. you're like, oh, okay. And then you're like, okay. And then you're like, oh, okay. That's exactly okay. how my <laughs> gameplay went. <laughs> Um, Until next time, my friends, why don't you grab a friend, eat some cupcakes, and play some video games. Bye. Goodbye. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.